The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins, joined with our host. We got Joel Meyer and Ryan Gilbert. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing pretty good. I know I had a uh, stern message to the listeners last show to leave us some reviews, and that got that got us two. So we have a uh, oh. we have one one for this show, one for next show, and maybe I'll I'll get some more more uh, yelling at our listeners to get more. <laughs> oh, Canada, <laughs> our home and native land. Canada's going to the World Cup. What do you know from the bottom of the barrel dregs of this freaking world and that sport? They're going to the World Cup. You never would have thought. That would happen 10 years ago, but here they are. They're going to be going up against the likes of Germany, Brazil, Argentina. So it's wild times ahead uh, in Qatar in uh, December. So uh, good for the boys, good for the lads in uh, oh, Canadian wow. soccer. Yeah. <laughs> really Can fun I... to uh, go ahead. No, no, keep going. <laughs> All right, it'll just be fun to uh, decide who am I going to cheer for when uh, they play Germany. But uh, there's only going to be one winner there, but it'll be fun. Can I start singing like the Dutch national anthem? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it goes, but shout out to my boy Max Verstappen for winning a big race in Saudi Arabia and bringing home a lot of money for me, as well as my other boy Scotty Scheffler, big dick Scotty Scheffler, Scotty Longhorn. That's what I call him. Uh, had a great fucking goal there with the match play. That was awesome. So I, I it's a good weekend here, boys. I had a terrible hockey picks, but I made a lot of money elsewhere. Uh, before we do get going here. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, place to be for tons of information on all the sports we just fucking talked about, too, right? You got tons of soccer stuff, you know. Um, what's the other? Like golf, you know. I think the NASCAR podcast is pretty cool, too. I was checking that out the other day. Everything, man. You know, March Madness is wrapping up. That's been an absolute blast. NBA, MLB starting to kick. Of course, hockey, you know, it's getting to the best time of the year, boys. Hockey playoffs. So go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, as well, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group is going off this week, and I'm not going to lie. I was I was telling these boys earlier, I was absolutely hammered, and I was hungover all weekend long. I was drunk one day, hungover the next day, drunk the next day, fucking hungover today. It's been a tough go. But uh, yeah, man, get your ass in the Slack group. It's always a blast. And even Sharky was topping it up last show. So uh, that, that proves they're right there. Get in the Slack. 
one of my favorite parts of the show is when Talon uh, struggles to name sports. Sarah's going golf, uh, NASCAR. <laughs> What's another sport we have on the website? But yeah, check out the website. Like like you said, we got March Madness wrapping up, MLB coming up, USFL starting sometime here. And yeah, like he said, like Sharky said last week, go to the Slack. It's we don't say this enough. It's it's free. It's not like these other discords where you go and it's a bunch of crowded and there's a bunch of stuff going on. It's like a group chat there. We're, we're all all buddies. We see new faces. We welcome them in. So go to the Slack, uh, sg.pn slash Slack, and subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast as well. Just search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. For a quick link for Apple is sg.pn slash hockey, and for Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. All right, we'll head on into uh, our mortal locks, dogs, and totals from last show. I, I don't know if this is the worst one we've had. Like, what is it? This is episode 42, I think, we're on, and this might be the worst pick segment that we have to go through here there was um, <laughs> a lot of room for myself and ryan to move up here but we shit the bed just as bad too i'll kick us off here guys i had a carolina in regulation versus dallas um what even happened in this game i don't even remember i think i think they got the wheels beat off them when was this ship uh, uh it was back and forth i think Okay, well, we'll take that back and forth. That's good, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that sucked. They ended up not winning in regulation. I think maybe they won in overtime or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, I Detroit money line versus the Islanders. They just got the wheels beat off of them. I, that was a terrible pick. Uh, but the one pick I did have, I had Vancouver, Minnesota under six. And I think that was what, like a five point game or something like that. It was like four one final. So uh, at least I got at least I got lucky there. So Vancouver, Minnesota came up for me. A five-point game. I mean, I know Joel gave you shit last show for the units versus points, but this is hockey. Come on, it's, it's not. It's not points. I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, you're Carolina, but they they lost in a shootout, but they outshot them 47-15. So I mean, that's the that's the right pick there. Uh, for me, we all we all look pretty similar here. We had uh, my lock was the Predators against Vegas. This is the one game Golden Knights decided to show up. They had 50 shots, beat them six one. No chance. Uh, my dog, I had the Kings puck line against the Blackhawks. Uh, they lost in a shootout 4-3. And then my total was the Lightning Bruins under 5.5. <clears throat> that just came in for me. There were a few goals in the third period. I was thought there was going to be an empty netter, but there was not. So I salvaged a 1-2 and two night. For myself, I also had the Kings there uh, in regulation, though. Also didn't get in. And my dog was the Sharks against the uh, Oilers, I believe. Um, I think they scored the first goal, but it was all Oilers after that. And my total was, uh, well, the easiest pick of the day. I should have made this my lock. Is the Panthers, <laughs> Canadians over six and a half. I think there were two goals in the first 35 seconds or something. And uh, scoring slowed for a bit. But in the end, it was, it was another pretty comfortable win. So, uh, yeah, we went 0-3 in our locks, 0-3 in our dogs. But three out of three on our total. So, uh, that, that's a that's yeah. what uh, we're going to take out of that. You know why? It's because we're totally awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like that. We'll go with that. <laughs> um, so based off uh, that abysmal performance we had, I myself dropped 2.13 units. Ryan dropped 2.05 units. And Joel dropped 2.05 points so uh pretty pretty rough goal for us here but you know truth be told in the grand scheme of things not much uh not much ground gained or lost from any of us so at least we're consistent together as a show 
Uh, all right, boys, we're we're gonna hold off on you know NHL news discussion topics at the time of recording. Not really too much going around. Not too much happy stuff that we like to talk about on this show going around. So we're gonna jump into a uh, focus on a little bit of some playoff predictions here. Uh, we'll go through odds of teams to win their division or sorry the conference and maybe uh, sneak in a couple teams to actually make or miss playoffs here. Uh, we'll run through the East first. It's pretty much set in the East what's going on, uh, but to actually or who's going to be making the playoffs, but to win it, there's uh, there's still a lot a lot of options here. So we got Florida paying off uh, plus 250, Tampa Bay plus 375, Carolina plus 450, Boston and Toronto both plus 600. I might sprinkle a little bit of my Leafs here, boys, go on a late year heater. Uh, Pittsburgh plus 800, the Rangers plus 900, and Washington at plus 1600. Uh, anything stand out to you here or what? I think the best bet of those like long shots, 600 to 1600 range would would probably be the Rangers for me at plus 900. You can see a goalie like Shesterkin going on a hot streak, just like Lundqvist did back back in the mid mid 2010. So I feel like at, at nine to one, that's not a bad price. But you know, I, I'm I'm still still rocking with my uh, Florida Claude Giroux at plus 250. I think that's probably one of the best bets. Even though Carolina plus 450 could could be worth it as well. Yeah, right now I think the the best look on the board there would be Pittsburgh at plus mm-hmm. eight hundred. You know they got the pedigree, the, the team they got the goaltending too. Uh, as long as Jari keeps it together, so I, I like Pittsburgh there. Uh, uh, but yeah, Carolina and Boston I think are are also uh, still still valuable plays there. It's it's hard to to back uh, the Panthers at only plus two fifty, even though um, they have as good of a shot as anybody here. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Carolina's currently in first place, and they're playing off plus four fifty. Like, it, throw three, you know, half unit or unit down on that, they could easily hold the pace. Um, I do like Pittsburgh though. Obviously, they're sitting at the sixty-seven game uh, marker here. That's more than everybody we just listed, except for Washington. But the, the way Crosby's been playing lately, man, the guy's been absolutely lights out. Joel, you touched on it. Tristan Jari's been fantastic too. So, I don't hate Pittsburgh at plus eight hundred, man. Yeah, I, I don't hate it either. I just didn't couldn't couldn't bring myself to include them in my uh, my first my first go around. <laughs> That's understandable, dude. No worries. Um, now here's when things get a little spicy. It's uh, maybe not for who's gonna win the the conference, but the playoff picture itself. But we'll go through winning the conference here in the West. Uh, Colorado sitting at plus one fifty. Calgary plus three twenty five. Vegas Golden Knights plus 900. They shouldn't even be on this list. Uh, Minnesota plus 1,000. Edmonton plus 1,200. Same with St. Louis plus 1,200. The Kings are plus 1,500. Nashville plus 1,600. Dallas plus 2,000. And Vancouver and Winnipeg at plus 5,000. What do you think, Joel? Can Thatcher Demko go on a 20-game heater here for the Canucks or 15-game heater and get that plus 5,000 going? Oh yeah, there's a lot more value there than uh, the Knights at plus 900 going that. <laughs> they might not even finish in the same place in standings. The Canucks might overtake them yet. We'll see. Knights have been playing a bit better lately. Um, yeah, for me, I think the best uh, best value here is the Wild at at 10 to one. There, uh, that 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 number still seems uh, um, very low, very long. So that would be the the most valuable one there. I mean, you, you can't back Colorado at only plus 150. Uh, same with Calgary plus 325. Uh, yeah, I think the Wild here are the the only really thing I like at, at this point in time. Yeah, I mean the the Abs are plus 150, but they have that that's kind of similar thing to the Leafs. Where can they get out of the second round? I mean, 
a plus 150. I don't know if, if you can really take him there. I mean, I, I agree with Joel. Wild at 10 to 1 has to be a good look there, especially now having Fleury and Talbot. I mean, if one of them could get hot, Talbot's been really playing well since the trade, even before the trade. And then it's it's weird. Vegas is the third favorite, even though they're not even expected to make the playoffs right now. Uh, Money Puck has them at 45%. They'll probably make it. They're, they are playing well, but I guess a long shot here, maybe at Edmonton. Poss- I don't know if McDavid could carry them. It's tw- a 12 to 1. Yeah, I, I guess the wild at 10 to 1 is probably would be my only look here. Yeah, I think you guys nailed it right there, man. Like Minnesota. And plus, they just added Mark Andre Fleury, too, right? So, plus, Cam Talbot's been playing pretty good lately. They're getting the goaltending. You know, they have the offense. They have the defense. I mean, realistically, it should probably be Colorado or Calgary. But, hey, man, anything could happen, right? Like, I don't know if there's any way that these two could meet off before the semifinals. But, uh, yeah, man, Minnesota's got to be the play here. Um, maybe? I don't know. Like, maybe sprinkle a little bit on st louis uh, they the, the boys have been to the dance before you know they, they thrive in playoffs plus 1200 i don't know. i don't i don't love it but like minnesota's got to be the go-to player if you were to do something here i thought you were gonna say nashville i do like the preds man i do i think they're sneaky like roman yossi's popping off dude like a lot of people are talking uh, they're starting to talk a little bit now but like the guy's been an absolute stud this year yeah, Yossi had to win the Norris now is down to like plus 250, plus 275 most places. Damn, damn. He's, I think he's pushing like what? He's got like over like 65, 68 points or something right now too for, for a defenseman. It's fucking insane. I think he's like 78. I think he's way up. Yeah. That. I think you're shortchanging him pretty Holy pretty good sh- there. I well, think that's been our, our best uh, skill this year is just uh, the guys we pick to win an award, they like go down in two or three weeks so in the car. <laughs> Uh, Zegris, uh, Michael Bunting for the call. They're the first show <laughs> we ever did. Yeah, that took a while though. Um, he just been mentioning it every other week, so uh, eventually you're <laughs> gonna get it right. Uh, yeah, and now Roman Yossi, uh, he was plus 600 just a couple weeks ago. Now, now he's down in that plus 250 range. So, uh, hopefully, someone bet a bit of a uh, Yossi there. Yeah. Yeah, Yossi's up to 81 points. He has 63 assists alone and 18 goals. I mean, Makar's at 73. Makar has a lot of the early vote. He garnered a lot of that. He has a lot of the, the flashy stuff, more goals. But if, if Yossi gets to 100 points, I think he might have to take it. I even think if it came down to the two, like you might see Yossi get the edge just for the fact that like he's had a longer career. Cal McCarr, or yeah, Cal McCarr is going to win in Norris eventually, right? But like, how many more shots or kicks of the can will Yossi have? If it was dead even, you might kind of see that come into play. Obviously, I know Colorado fans and Joel probably don't want to hear that, but just something to keep in mind if you're trying to choose between the two. Um, uh, yeah, boys, well, we we talked about it a little bit earlier. The East playoff picture, you know, it's it's pretty much set up for the teams that are going to be involved. But there's, uh, there's still a couple little plays here in the West, man. We'll go through. There's three teams, you know, you can kind of call them on the bubble here. Uh, we do have odds on them to make the playoffs or to miss the playoffs here. Um, it looks like Nashville to make the playoffs, minus 900, but to miss the playoffs, plus 600. That's a bit pricey. Uh, Dallas, minus 350 uh, to make the playoffs, plus 270 to miss. 
Winnipeg, uh, plus 550 to make the playoffs, minus 800 to miss. Uh, L.A. looks like minus 450 to make the playoffs, plus 360 to miss. And Edmonton, minus 550 to make the playoffs, plus 425 to miss. Uh, you guys like anything there? Anything there? Anything stand out to you or what? I mean, I mean, I I don't know how the Kings are as good as they are, especially now without without Drew Doughty. And they, they they're second place in the Pacific. I mean, Edmonton is two points behind them. Vegas could catch them. So at, at plus three sixty, that could be something I would take a look at. Um, Winnipeg, Winnipeg to make it at, at plus five fifty, maybe not horrible. Yeah, but I think I think the Kings to miss it is probably the best bet there. Yeah, I'm in the same boat there. Uh, just looking at the schedules, Dallas is a pretty easy schedule. Um, they have a pretty decent cushion on the Jets, who have a pretty tough schedule. So uh, I don't think the Central is changing much. But if anything, uh, I think the Kings could fall out given their injuries and uh, 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 the young guys' inexperience going down the stretch, maybe. Uh, they, yeah, they're a good team. I, th- I think they still get in. But if I had to pick one, that would be a, the, the bet I would make at plus 360 to miss. Um, I mean, if you don't mind the juice, minus three fifty for Dallas. I think that that's a good one too. If you uh, if you don't want to, or if you can play that uh, much money, <laughs> this is a bit of a long shot here, and it's probably going to sound pretty stupid. But plus four twenty five for Edmonton to fall out of a playoff spot. Goaltending like Koskinen's been all right lately. He's kind of got his shit back together, but he could easily go on an absolute fucking shit streak for the next what fifteen games and just play terrible. Then you got to put Mike Smith in, and he stinks. So like maybe if Edmonton falls off a bit, and like what if the Canucks get rolling, yo? Like I don't know. There's what three games, uh, six points, I guess. So yeah, like three games technically between the two. Now, Edmonton does have a game in hand here. There's Vegas that falls into play, too, whatever's going to happen with them. But plus 425, it would need a lot of help, and it's a bit of a long stretch. But I wouldn't mind that to see the Oilers miss the playoffs. Uh, According to Tankathon, Edmonton has the third hardest schedule remaining. They play Colorado twice, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, St. Louis, Nashville, Mm -hmm. and the Kings twice. Vegas has the second easiest. Dallas has the second easy, or third easiest. So that's not that's not a bad look there if, if you're going to fade the Oilers goaltending. All right, boys. Well, anything else you want to throw in there? Or is that, uh, is that pretty much covered? That's, that's good. All right. Looking for Las Vegas-style casino fun in the palm of your hand? Look no further than WinBet, the premier online casino from the five-star Win Resorts properties. From classic table games to all the best slots, thrills, and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a 100% first match up to $1,000. WinBet win hour from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific. Better prices on select games. Anyone who has the WinBet app is alerted right on the hour. Bet $500 or more on college basketball between Thursday and Sunday to be entered to win a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. For example, if a patron wagers $1,100 on the men's college basketball tournament between Thursday and Sunday, you're eligible for two entries into the prize draw. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
Looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie? Every day March Madness games are being played. We'll be giving away a hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash March Madness to enter. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash M-E-R-C-H Madness. Well, gentlemen, we got a big nine-game slate here uh, coming up on Tuesday, March 29th. You ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah. All right, let's rock this Casbah. First game on the docket. Oh, what a stinker. It's going to be an absolute blowout. We got the Montreal Canadiens against the Florida Panthers at 7 p.m. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 320. Florida on the money line minus 400. Uh, Panthers on the puck line sitting at minus 165. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaid off minus 115. The under minus 105 here. Uh, I'll get us going here, boys. I'll kick us off first. After that, it kills me because, like, oh, I want to be like, oh, Florida's going to beat the shit out of them. But then the fucking Leafs just got 51 shots against Montreal and could only score two goals. But that's just the case of Toronto being shit. Uh, it always happens whenever we play Montreal. So give me Florida on the puck line here. Like, that has to be the only real look. Um, the over is a pretty decent play, too. There, uh, there should be goals in this game. Yeah, we just saw this meeting uh, last Thursday for our last show. Joel took the over as his total. I think that's that's the best look here, especially at six and a half minus one fifteen. You could see it go up to seven, like the least Panthers game total was at. But at minus four hundred, the puck line minus one sixty five. I think some books even have minus two and a half there for for the Panthers. But also, it's it's the home debut for Drew, Zariat, uh, Robert Haig, all, all those new tr- trade deadline guys, and and you know the Panthers are just completely different different team at home. So I'm going to look at the uh, Panthers. First period team total over one and a half. I'm not sure what it's at. I did not look it up. That's a bad research by me. But it's gone over in 19 of their, their games. And in, the Canadians have allowed two or more in 20 of, the, of their games. So if there's a matchup for it. Get, get the Panthers to score two or more in the first period and, and also take the over. Yeah, it's a massive line, but it's, it's hard to... Uh... Back the underdog here. The Canadians, they just lost uh, Jeff Petrie now. It seems like every week they lose uh, some critical piece of their team. Uh, yeah, but the the over is the best look in this game. Um, uh, yeah, the Canadians, they they score uh, goals themselves too. I mean, they they just put uh, four up on the Leafs and uh, three against this team uh, last Thursday. And should have had more against the Devils too. That's the way she goes. Uh so, yeah, I like the over here and maybe even the, the Canadians team total because you can get that over two and a half at plus money. So uh, I can see this game getting high scoring. Uh, Panthers are doubt they're, I doubt they're going to lose. You know, they've only lost six games at home all year. So uh, if you want to back the dog, I, I suggest doing it with the over two and a half on the Habs team total. The Panthers first period team total over one and a half is only plus 160, but I, I still advise, advise for that. And also a uh, shout out to PSU Otto on Twitter for those stats. He updates the stats every few days for the first period. So definitely check him out on Twitter. Guys doing God's work out here. Holy shit. Um, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the New York Islanders against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Uh, Islanders money lines paying off minus 140. Columbus money line sitting at plus 120. The over-under is at 6. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115 here. I think Jolie was talking uh, before the podcast here. I just looked it up. It looks like Ilya Sorokin is injured. So no Sorokin. He's been playing well lately too. A point or 2.30 goals against average. A 0.927 save percentage. Um, that being said, Varlamov's 
had an okay year. Nothing really to write home about. But I kind of like Columbus as a home dog here, a plus 120, man. Uh, like I said, that stroke and injury is big. Uh, Columbus has a surprising home record of 18-13-3. I know they were pretty hot kind of to start the year. They had a couple good months at home, kind of falling off a bit. They're currently on a three-game losing streak. But, yeah, I'll take a little flyer out on the Columbus here, plus 120 as a dog at home. <laughs> Fucking cannons, boys. We we all know it's pesky season here. So getting the Blue Jackets at plus one twenty at home, where yeah. they're they're over five hundred. They're eighteen thirteen and three. Islanders haven't been great this season, especially on the road eleven fourteen and five. So you have to go with Columbus here, especially with the Sorokin potentially out. But yeah, keep an eye on uh, Zach Berensky. Left the last game after taking a hit. He missed practice, so he's questionable. That could be a big loss for them. But I still have to lean to Columbus's way. They've just been been a better better team at home than, than the Islanders have been on the road. And I do like the under here. I could see could see both offenses kind of struggling a bit. It's 9-1-1 one, one in the past 11 meetings between the, these two teams. So I lean to the under, but I feel like my better play would be the Blue Jackets as an underdog. I'm going the other way on both those things, uh, but they're, they're kind of contrasting because if Sorokin plays, I would like the Islanders in the money line. If he doesn't, I would like the over more. But I think I like the over better of the two in general just because it's uh, the Jackets. I mean, sure, you can mention all the prior experience, but uh, that doesn't mean much when it comes to this season where the Jackets have just been uh, giving up goals for fun and uh, scoring them as well. So uh, I, I would have to think that Sorokin misses this game and we get Varlamov, who uh, hasn't had a great year. And, uh, well, it's uh, nothing compared to Merzlikens. He's been brutal. Um, so, yeah, and the Islanders have opened it up lately. They've been involved in some high-scoring games as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sorokin is actually, uh, in the past month, he's he leads the league in that uh, goal saved above expected, uh, if you can believe it. So, uh, yeah, his 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 uh, health means a lot to this game. Uh, yeah, I, I would take the Islanders if he's playing, and... Uh, I would load up on the over, uh, especially if he's not playing. So that's where I'm at in this one. Also, of course, if they're going to keep giving it to me, I'm going to keep taking it. Patrick Line over the shot total. It's always set at 2.5. He's hit eight of the last 12. That's fucking nuts, yo. And like you said, if there is no Wierenski, you know, you're going to have somebody, you know, firing off here. So give me the Line A shot total. Uh, moving down here, 7 p.m. again. We got the New York Rangers against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh. We got some good games on this slate, man. Holy shit. Uh, Rangers money line's paying up plus 145. Pittsburgh money line's sitting at minus 165. The over-under is at 6. Over paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Boys, Pittsburgh has been popping off, like, lately, man. Their team is absolutely unreal. Sidney Crosby's found the fountain of youth. The guy's lights out. Uh, Rangers are good, man. You know, probably the best goalie in the league right now. Obviously, Shashirkin's doing something special for them. Is it going to be enough, though, to stop the uh, the Pittsburgh powerhouse? I don't think it is, man. I love the Penguins, minus 165 on the money line here. Uh, we could see a goalie game here, man. You know, whoop, whoop, sound of goalie games. We could have an under. I don't mind it with the way Jari's been playing as well as Shashirkin. What I do really love, though, little greasy, I like Pittsburgh in regulation here, minus 105. Uh, I feel like that's a pretty good price for what you could get. I think, you know, New York's a great team. I don't think they're on the same uh, the same caliber as Pittsburgh here. So give me the Penguins almost any way possible and give me the under. 
you know, the Penguins did just have that 11 goal output against Detroit, but Detroit, Detroit isn't the Rangers. Uh, it's the first half of a back to back for the Rangers. So it could be uh Gorgiev starting, but they, it is in Detroit on Wednesday. So hopefully you see Shostakhin here. And if Shostakhin, if it's Shostakhin versus Jari, like Talon said, you got to go with the under. Uh, these teams met twice in the past month. Uh, in February, it was a one nothing game for Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Just a few days ago, the Rangers beat, beat the Penguins 5-1 at home, outshot them 33-21. So I like the Rangers here as underdogs at plus 145. I think this line should be a lot shorter than that. So give me that. They've won two straight, four of their past five, six out of their past eight. So uh, they got a few trade deadline additions. They've kind of gelled with the, with the team now. So I feel like them going into Pittsburgh, get a big win at plus 145 and the under six at minus 120 getting that extra push insurance at six rather than five and a half really should pay off i'm gonna go on the other way once again i'm gonna take the penguins here uh they smell they want revenge for that last one uh, losing five to one like that that's bad and uh Shostarkin hasn't been himself in the past month uh he slipped down that goal saved above expected metric i've been talking about um so he's, he's still an above-average goalie for sure, but uh, he he's not been as lights out as he was in the early part of the year. Uh, yeah, I think the Pens are the better team, which is why the line is where it is, though I could see some... Um, actually, I'm not sure where this line is going to go, but either way, at the current number of, uh, what is it, minus 165? Yeah, I like the Penguins here. Uh, maybe you get it in uh, regulation price if you don't want to lay the juice. All right, heading down to the 7 p.m. again slot here. We got a tale as old as time, boys. We got the game. This matchup has caused me to drink more in my life than I ever thought I would have. This is the reason I've been so depressed the past 10 years. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs on the road against the Boston Bruins. Game itself was in Boston at the Gardens. Leafs money lines paying up plus 115. They're a road dog, ladies and gentlemen. Boston on the money line sitting at minus 135. The over-under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 120 and the under minus 120 as well. Ryan, kick it off, buddy. What's going on in Boston here? It's a huge game here. You got identical records, 41, 19, and 5. The Leafs have a slight advantage with two more regulation wins, 35 to 33. But this game, like you said, is in fact in Boston, where where the Bruins have just been great this season, 20, 10, and 2. And more so, it's just that the Leafs have not been good on the road. They're 17, 12, and 4 on the road, which is 17 and 16, barely over 500 if you just look at wins and losses. They've lost their last three on the road to Montreal, Nashville, and Buffalo. Three three not too good teams besides Nashville there. 0-4 in their last four is a road underdog. 1-4 in their last five is an underdog overall. Boston's really turning it on. Their expected goals for their first in the league last 10, last 25 all season. It's finally coming to fruition for them. You, you got Jeremy Swayman in that. You got the Swayman. So Boston's won four <laughs> straight, seven of eight. Their only loss was on no day's rest uh, to Minnesota. So... Give me Boston here at home at, at minus 135. Yeah, we agree on this one. Um, these are two uh, teams with goaltending going opposite directions. Of course, Boston had their struggles early on before Swayman found his form and uh, started to show the the promise he has. Uh, meanwhile, the Leafs, of course, they don't have Jack Campbell in that, uh, which is probably a good thing considering how bad he was before he got injured. And Morassic has been a little better than he was uh, before he got sent down. So uh, we'll see if he's in that or if it's Shalgren, who is also a, showing some promise, I guess, but he's still an unknown. So I I, I would give the goaltending edge to the Bruins here. And uh, I, I think the Leafs will get up for this game. You know, these are the kind of games that they uh, 
that they uh, they they need to erase the the stench of uh, previous exits. You know, they don't really care about losing to the Sens or the Canadians or whatever. Uh, these are the games they really want to win. So uh, it's it's a tough one to call, but I'm going to lean to the Boston here. They've just been uh, in much better form of late, and given the goaltending advantage, I think that uh, minus 130 or whatever it is is a fine price to pay. Boys, do we got like our first like major consensus pick of the show here? Like, not a goddamn chance. Give me the Leafs money line plus 115 as a road dog. I love Toronto in this game. I was there. Gentlemen, I was in the building on Sunday day when Toronto beat down the fucking Goliath Florida Panthers, made them look like trash. Austin Matthews popping off. John Tavares, two-goal performance. And you know what? They're going to do the same damn thing in Boston tomorrow. I can't wait. Love the Leafs here. Yeah, Bruins are on a four-game winning streak. Yeah, Swayman's been great lately. Yeah, you know, Patrice Bergeron is playing better than he ever, almost ever has. Like, I don't, this guy just keeps getting fucking better the older he gets. Yeah, Brad Marchand's unreal. Best hands in the league. Not even not best hands in the league, but pretty fucking good hands. Uh, Yeah, Bruins are an absolute wagon. They've been playing unreal. But you know what? The hockey gods, gentlemen. The time is now for this Toronto team. It's like in college, you know, you had to, you know, you had to give uh, give some loving to a couple, you know, a couple sevens every now and then. You got to slay the dragon to get the princess, baby. And then when you get that princess, it's that much better. So this is it. The Leafs have been fucking sevens the past couple of years. This year, they're ready to get the 10. Give me Toronto plus 115 on the money line. Oh, and I'll, and I'll take the, uh, I'll take the over. Um... There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the apps, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's, winner's circle. Play, race, win. Move <laughs> down to the 7 p.m. again here. This to me makes no sense, dude. Like, you got three of the best games of the night, and they're all at 7 p.m. Like, that's the typical NHL shit for you. Uh, anyways, we got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Tampa Bay. At least Bay make Lakers. one like 7.30, right? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Staggered a bit so they're not all in intermission at the same time. I know. Anyways, we got the uh, Carolina Hurricanes against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, game itself is in Tampa at 7 p.m. Carolina on the money line sitting at plus 120. Tampa Bay on the money line minus 140. Over under sitting at 5.5. Both over under paying off minus 110. Uh, Jolie, what do you got here, dude? Well, I'm going to break some habits here. You know, usually I'd be taking the Canes in this kind of spot. Um, and, and I've been betting the Lightning like seemingly every game for the past three weeks with uh, uh, very disappointing results. But. I got to do it again here. I think that the uh, the Canes being on a back-to-back is the problem, especially because they'll have a Ranta net instead of a, a stellar, steady Freddy <laughs> um, against Vasilevsky here. I think the Lightning have to start ramping it up. Um, they have been showing a 
some signs of life. You know, they they were good against the um, who did they played the Bruins or whatever it was, and then they beat the uh, Islanders pretty comfortably. So, yeah, I think the Lightning are are the play here uh, at only minus one forty. That one's got to move up, especially once France is confirmed. Um, you know, he's a, he's a good goalie too, but. Uh, it's, it's, it's no Vasilevsky, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, this is a very important game for the Lightning, too. I mean, they're they're right in the mix of that um, that race in the Atlantic. You know, they want to get those, those uh, get higher up in the standings so they get home ice advantage. I mean, the matchups don't really matter, I don't think, because they're all elite teams are going to end up playing. But I think these teams do want home ice advantage as much as they possibly can. So, uh yeah, that this is going to be a great game, but uh, I'm going to go with the defending Stanley Cup champions to take it home. Yeah, it, it's tough to pick against the Hurricanes right now, coming off two two big road wins, 7-2 in St. Louis, and then 6-1 in Washington on Monday night. But yeah, it's going to be a back-to-back for them. They're 5-4-2 and two this season on no days rest, 3-3-1 three, three, and one after a win. They did win 3-2 last week at home, but I, I think they had two power play goals in that one. They didn't get those. It's a much closer game. Tampa Bay possibly wins it. So I, I got to lean with Joel here at minus 140. Like you said, it just means more for them right now. Carolina kind of has the, the top spot in the Metropolitan, kind of locked up a little bit, even though the, the Penguins could give them a push. Tampa Bay wants to get get those points for, for home ice advantage and also just to, just to stay in the, the top two or three in the Atlantic rather than falling down to the, to the wild card. So I think at minus 140, you got to go with the Lightning here. But I think my best bet here is going to be the under. Uh, Antiranta is still a good goalie. He's been playing well, extremely well recently, especially. So against Vasilevsky, we saw a 3-2 game last week. Uh, it was a 2-1 overtime game back in November when these two teams met. Lightning have had had nine straight unders. So you got to go with under 5.5 at minus 110 and also the Lightning at minus 140. Uh, yeah, Ryan, you touched on something that I really like there. Um, I do like Tampa Moneyline. Uh, started off with that, so we're all on the same page there. It's a hard game to pick, though, man. Like These are two great teams, but Joel, you brought up a good point, too. Tampa kind of has a little bit more to play for here. Uh, so Tampa minus 140 is the play. I like the under. Everything Ryan just said, that's exactly it. But what I do like, too, if you can find it, I like the winning margin by one. Because Ryan just touched on it. Last two times these teams did play, it was a one-goal outing. Um yeah, man, I could see this one being a close one. You got two fucking juggernauts going at it here. So give me Tampa on the money line, give me the under, and give me the winning margin by one goal. Uh, heading down to the 8 p.m. slot here. We got the Ottawa Senators against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Nashville. Ottawa on the money line sitting at plus 190. Nashville on the money line, minus 225. Nashville on the puck line sitting at plus 105. The over-under is at 6 Overpaying off minus one minus one fifteen. Uh, the under minus one oh five. I like the Preds here, boys. I like the Preds plus one oh five on the puck line. Uh, maybe you can get them half decent in regulation too. Uh, I don't know. I think Nashville's kind of going to start coming into their own a little bit lately here. Uh, they were struggling a little bit. Um, I could see that this. You know, you go and you beat the wheels of Ottawa. Maybe that'll change things up for you, and you'll. Uh, this is a team that probably wants to be in some good shape when they head into playoffs. So give me Nashville in the regulation. Also give me Nashville on the puck line. Yeah, we don't let, like to bet the Senators too much here on the Hockey Gilman podcast. But when, when they're the pesky underdogs here, 
you know, they, they got some sad news here on, on Monday night, a few hours before recording. And we, we've seen teams get that dead cat bounce after, after a coaching uh, was fired. You could get a, get a dead owner bounce here for the Senators at plus 190. Nashville just had, they barely beat the Flyers in the final minutes. I mean, the Flyers are awful right now. They lost 6-1 to Vegas and 6-1 to the Kings before that. So, I mean, I, I can't pay the minus 225 for Nashville. So I would lean to to the Senators at plus 190, maybe throw a half unit on that to win a unit. And also look look to the over here. you got two straight overs for Ottawa. They come, come out firing. Nashville, they were giving up plenty of chances to the Flyers. The Flyers could not convert on some of them. Nashville's had, uh, what's that, six straight overs and seven of their past eight. So my best play here is the over six at minus 115. I would also lean to the Senators as pesky underdogs. Yeah, my first instinct here was actually the under. Uh, if it's Forsberg and Soros starting, but then I remember that Soros is uh, playing like shit lately. Uh, and the Preds, like you said, are in, involved in a lot of over games uh, recently. So it's hard, it's hard to back the under there knowing all that. I mean, the Sens, uh, they're also picking up the scoring as well, although they're traditionally an under team this year. Uh, so it's hard to really be confident about either side and the, and the total. I guess I would lean with Ottawa if I had to play something in the game here. Uh, I mean, the, the Preds have been struggling. Uh, they almost lost to the Flyers the other night, and they lost 6-1 to the Kings and to the to the, uh, the Knights, too. I think we were all on the Presnac game. Very disappointing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that the it sends or nothing here. I mean, uh, don't go ham on it. Uh, maybe just uh, throw a few bucks on it if you want. I mean, uh, I would never encourage anyone to do anything else in a sense game. You know what? I I kind of want to take back my play. I kind of want to ride with you boys with Ottawa here. We'll take the dead owner bump here. We'll uh, we'll all we'll all ride with the Sens plus one ninety. Um, <laughs> heading down to the eight p.m. slot again here. Please don't cancel us for the love of God. Um, heading down to the eight p.m. slot. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, Philly on the money line sitting at plus 245. Minnesota money line minus 290. Uh, Wild on the puck line sitting at minus 120. The over-under is at 6.5. Over is paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Ryan, what's the scoop in Philly, bud? What do we got here? We got a wild one here because the Flyers have, have been <laughs> opening it up since the trade deadline. They've had four straight overs. I mean, 6-3, 5-2, 6-3, It's been back and forth hockey. It's been fun. It's been exciting. It's It's been great, great hockey for the tank. They've been losing, but they've been fun games, getting some fights here and there. But the wild have been completely opposite. They've, they've had, they've scored exactly three goals in five straight games. They've all been under. They've allowed two or less in, in six straight. So, you have like contrasting styles here, even though the Flyers don't have a style. It's just going to be the Wild completely controlling play. So I think you have to look at, at the Wild puck line at minus 120. But also like like the uh, under six and a half here, especially if Carter Hart gets the start, which I which I think think he should. The Flyers don't play until Saturday after this. So I, so I have to imagine it's going to be Carter Hart after Martin Jones started on Sunday. Talbot's been playing well. It could be Flurry as well. He's he's a great goalie. So at six and a half at minus one at uh, minus one twenty, I don't hate that, but I, I like the uh wild puck line at minus one twenty as well. Yeah, pretty much copy and paste there. Everything that you said was something I was gonna say, pretty much. Um yeah, the Minnesota they're they're number one in the in the league in the past month in terms of expected goals against and uh Philly have been scoring more lately, but uh, they're still not a not a juggernaut offensively. 
what are they at? Uh, 29th goals per game. So I think it was a, what are they at? 31st <laughs> week or two ago. So they're, they're moving up the rankings, but uh, it's still not a, a lethal offense. So uh, yeah, I think the wild have the capability to, to shut them down. And uh, with their new goaltending turnaround, uh, they should be able to uh, keep this low scoring game. And uh, yeah, under six and a half, I think is a, a great number. Yeah, Joel, you said it. Everything that Ryan said is pretty fucking bang on for this one. Um, love Minnesota. They're currently on a six-game winning streak, too. The only thing that's – like, you have to take them on the puck line here. The only thing that scares me is their past three games have all been overtime and shootout wins. So uh, I don't necessarily love that. But, I mean, like, this team is 23-7-1 and one at home, right? And they're playing the Flyers. It should be a good. It should be a good bet, right? Give me the uh, the puck line here at minus one twenty and the under two. Man, six point five is a big number. Uh, you touched on goaltending, yeah, man. Carter Hart can play. Obviously, you know the team in front of him isn't that good. I was trying to think of a nice way to say that. Um, <laughs> Minnesota to yeah, uh, Cam Talbot's been lights out the past couple of weeks. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury's exceptional goalie too. So I'll take a flyer out in the under in this one, and then Minnesota puck line right with you guys. And and if the Flyers somehow ever get a lead, especially a two goal lead, just just bet against them. They're 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 gonna blow. <laughs> duly noted. Duly noted. Um, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot here. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Calgary Flames. What a game, boys. Like, there's four bangers on this day tomorrow. That's awesome. Uh, game itself is in Calgary. Colorado on the money line sitting at minus 105. Calgary money line minus 115. Over under Zet 6.5. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Jolie, take it away, dude. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be a, possibly a future playoff matchup. Hopefully in the Western Conference Finals, um, it's a hard one to pick. Though this is going to be a it's going to be a battle. I mean, the Avs they just uh, blew late lead against the Wild, unfortunately, and lost in overtime. So that that was rough. Uh, stupid fucking Eric Johnson with a dumbass penalty against uh, his old teammate, Tyson Yost. Oh, I'm still pissed off. But um, onwards and upwards here. I think the uh, yeah, it's actually it's hard for me to pick, think about this objectively, but. Uh, yeah, I'll let Ryan do all that shit. I'm just going to say, go fucking Colorado. We're going to win this fucking game. We're going to light the fucking <laughs> up. Let's fucking go. <laughs> all right, yeah. The Avs the are the best team in the league. You know, every team that goes against them, is that's the measuring stick, especially for, for Calgary here. They're, they're the number two team in the West. They're, they're their main competition, if not only competition, based off the, the odds we saw before to win the Western Conference. And they're, they're going to get up for this game. They're coming off a 9-5 win against Edmonton, against one of their biggest rivals there. Now they're at home against Colorado. Colorado just had that overtime loss in Minnesota. That was deflating for them there. Uh, Colorado won their last meeting 3-0. Calgary won the first one 4-3 in overtime. But Calgary has a lot to prove here. Over the past 10 games, they're the fifth-best expected goals for. Colorado's down at 14th. So let's just think Calgary here at home. They're 21-6-6. Six, six. Colorado's 20-10-3 on the road. So give me Calgary on the money line, minus 115. I also don't mind Calgary on the puck line here. You can probably get them plus 200 or better. I feel like you, you could see them coming in, putting up two or three, and just putting put in the, put the locking down on defense there, especially with Markstrom and Nett. Get like a 4-1 win or something like that. So uh, I like the Flames here. I'll, I'll sprinkle the puck line as well, and I will lean to the under. We could get a goalie game. Let's wait for Talon Sound. 
I will <laughs> co-sign the under. <laughs> whoop, whoop. That's the sound of goalie games. Yeah, I I absolutely love the under here. I'm right with you guys, man. Like I said, uh, the game before, 6.5 is a big number. Um, Darcy Kemper's been playing pretty well lately, man. Guy's got a 2.41 goals against average, a .923 save percentage. But Jakob Markstrom, dude, 2.16 goals against average. He has a .925 save percentage. The guy has nine shutouts this year. That's absolutely insane. Like I, I don't think remember the last time I've seen a goalie get ten shutouts. He has a chance to even surpass that. Um, if if uh, Shosturkin wasn't playing the way he was, this would be you know top candidate for the Vesna for sure. Um, so yeah, I really love the under. That has to be the play here. If I had to pick a side, I don't know, man. Like, I, how do you bet against Calgary at home? You know, the only a better home team. Probably is Colorado, truth be told. But, uh, yeah, man, Flames are on a two-game winning streak here. Daryl Sarter's got this team rocking and rolling. I love what they did around the trade deadline time, too. Uh, yeah, I got to ride with the Flames here, man. And I like Ryan's puck line play, too. You know, throw a little half unit on that. Could be sexy. Spice it up a little bit. Uh, heading down to the 10 p.m. slot here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is in Anaheim at the Quack Palace. Uh, Dallas money lines paid off minus 170. Anaheim money line plus 150. The over under is at 5.5. Uh, over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. I don't know here, boys. Like, I've watched a couple Dallas games lately, and I've kind of had a bad taste in my mouth. You know, they haven't looked exceptional. Yeah, they're fine. But what the f- like? What's happening to the Ducks? They're on a nine-game losing streak. Are they going to make it to 10 here? Like, all playoff hopes is gone. They sold at the trade deadline. I think they might, yo. Like, give me Dallas in regulation. It's probably going to be paying off something a little juicier than the minus 170 on the uh, on the money line here. So give me the stars in regulation. I hate to say it, but I think our ducks are, uh, are a little bit quacked up or they're quacked out or something. They're uh, I think they're going to drop 10 in a row here. Yeah, this is... I, I agree with you completely about the stars. Like, I really do not know what to think about them, especially without Heiskanen. It looks like he's questionable to return for this game, so that would be that would be a, a huge return for them. I feel like minus one seventy is is a big price here. But the Ducks, they've they've just been been awful recently. They've lost nine in a row. They haven't really been close in any of the games. Two of the games went to overtime, but besides that, they've lost by at least two and all but all but three of those games, including the overtime one. Dallas has a lot to play for here. You know, they're playing for the playoff position like we talked about before. They're just out of the playoffs. In the playoffs with a point percentage, but they have games in hand there to catch up. So Dallas needs these points. I feel like they're going to get them, even though they they let us down over the weekend against Vancouver. I like Dallas uh, on the money line. I'd also like the the regulation play that, that Talon said. For sure, the the ducks are dead. I mean, uh, they've just totally <laughs> given up on the season. Um, starting with John Gibson, I think that he started playing terribly, like uh, maybe a month and a half ago, and it's just uh, the team starts and ends with him. And once he gives gives up, the rest of the team was along and following suit. That's why they've lost nine games in a row. And uh, yeah, they are about to lose a tenth. I think the best way to attack this is actually the stars uh, team total of three and a half at uh, plus money. You can get that. Um, this is actually over the past month the uh, fifth best team in terms of expected goals for, and uh, they have been putting up some goals too, uh, kind of here and there. Their schedule is actually kind of weird the, the last uh, week or two here. They seems like they they go on the road, they come home. They go on the road, they come home. <laughs> so uh, they're going back on the road here for uh, one game. I don't even know. They probably play the California teams effectively. So 
hopefully they uh, get to spend some time away from their from their uh, family members, get a little bit of a break, and uh, start this road trip off with a, a win over the Ducks. Uh, yeah, I, I, I might even lean to the over in general, but I think the stronger bet is the uh, over three and a half team total for the start. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The final four is set, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. The last two weeks, prop swappers have been making thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then, after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in a profit. Like Patrick from New York, who sold a $1,000 35-to-1 Houston championship ticket for $6,000 on PropSwap before their Elite Eight game. Patrick turned $1,000 into $6,000 guaranteed, and the buyer got the best odds in the country. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, boys, that wraps up our Tuesday slate there. Uh, four huge games there, man. Holy shit. What did we say? Colorado versus Calgary, Carolina, Tampa Bay, Toronto, Boston, and New York, Pittsburgh. So uh, if you're looking for some good hockey tomorrow, you'll uh, you'll definitely be able to find it. Um, we got six games on Wednesday here. Uh, we can run through them quickly. Eh? You know, obviously, we don't have odds, but we can just see if there's anything uh, that's standing out here. Uh, first game on the dock at 7 p.m. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, I don't know. I guess Buffalo is going to be on the second half of a back-to-back here. Winnipeg's been kind of coasting along a little bit, so probably Jets puck line, maybe Jets team total. Yeah, I think you have to look the Jets' way while they're trying to keep their their playoff hopes alive. Uh, Buffalo had that crazy comeback against Chicago, who's just melted down multiple <laughs> times recently. Um, possibly look to the over here too, because Buffalo's just given up goals, four straight overs for them. Winnipeg's had had a few overs recently, so look look to Winnipeg and the over here most likely. Uh, yeah, I might lean to the Sabers here just because they keep fucking burning my ass. Uh, these <laughs> stupid wins. I was on the Blackhawks there, and I mean, uh, they did the same thing to me on Saturday against the Knights. You know, they're up three goals. And the Knights tied at 3-3, and then the Hawks scored 4-3, and then the Knights tied it and won an overtime. So I wasn't going to let the same thing happen again. I live bet the fucking Sabres when the Hawks went up a goal 5-4 to four in the third period. So that saved me there, but it uh, still pisses me off because I didn't win as much as I should have. Uh, anyway, yeah, Sabres been over for me. Uh, the, well, the, who knows? I'm probably just uh, emotionally wrecked by that recent experience. <laughs> so we'll see how I feel on Wednesday, but definitely on the over. All right. Um, down to the 7.30 slot, we got the New York Rangers against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. 
uh, I don't know how you take anything other than the over here and New York team total, man. Like Detroit's literally coming off a game where they just gave up 11 goals to Pittsburgh. <laughs> you you got to take the over. You got it because, you know, Gorgiev, he's probably going to get the start here. And he's not he's been a little shaky this year, too. Right. And Detroit does have some offensive firepower. So the over's got to be the play as well as New York team total, maybe even Detroit team total as well. Yeah, you got to look at the over. I, th- I thought Gorgiev may be better recently because he had that 44-save shutout in Carolina. But since then, he gave up two goals on seven shots in relief in New Jersey and then four goals on 17 shots in a win against Buffalo. So he's not playing well. Even with that 44-save shutout over his past seven games, he has a save percentage of 80, 82. So, yeah, you got to look to the over. Maybe uh, maybe sprinkle Detroit depending on what the line is. But, yeah, the over and look at both team total overs. Uh, yeah, I totally agree here. Uh, the, the wings are just, uh, they're in bad shape these days. So yeah, we'll see who's in net for this one. Um, yeah, you can't back the wings right now. It's, it's hard to pick a spot they'll get up for. I mean, obviously better at home, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens too in the Rangers Pens game. So hard to call this one. Uh, but yeah, if anything, just Rangers team total because the wings can give up six or seven or 11 any given night. Can you bet on Nadelkovic scoring on himself? <laughs> um, down to the 9.30 slot, we got Los Angeles Kings against the Edmonton Oilers. Could be a good game here. Game itself is in Edmonton. Uh, Kings are on a back-to-back here, I think. No. No? no? Okay. Not. I like the Kings in this game there, man. I talked about it on the pod. Edmonton's going to fall off, man. Both Edmonton and Vegas aren't going to make the playoffs. So give me the Kings. No, the, the Kings just gave up what five, six a night to, to Seattle. Uh, Edmonton <laughs> team sucked. total is the way to, is the way is the way to go here. Uh, they scored what tonight? Six against Arizona. They had five in their two games before that. They had back to back three straight six, six, seven, four, four before that. So team total over over four. If you want the push insurance there, over four and a half for plus odds, especially if you have Joel's sketchy book where they give him insane lines <laughs> you gotta look to the oilers here oilers here at home to, to score a lot so look to the oilers the over but mostly just the oilers team total yeah uh kings are in, in a rough place right now i guess starting this road trip maybe that'll help uh break come out of a bit of a funk uh, i mean they've been okay lately it's just uh hard to deal with all their injuries and whatnot and the oilers are playing some killer hockey these days uh even when they're losing games they're putting up five goals like that crazy uh, battle of Alberta on Saturday. Uh, yeah, you got to look at the Oilers' way here, the the form they're in, and uh, especially Koskinen starts. He's been uh, playing a lot better, especially uh, you know, with Mike Smith pushing from behind. You never know uh, <laughs> if he might take his job. That, that's sarcasm. But, yeah, Oilers all the way here. All right, and on down to 10 p.m. slot. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, game itself is in Vancouver. What do you think, Jolie? What's up with your knucks? Well, this game is just played, except uh, it was in St. Louis. Now they're going back to Vancouver. Uh, hopefully with Demko in that this time, instead of Balak, who uh, gave up uh, what was it, three three goals. <laughs> yeah, but the Canucks were the much better team. And with Demko in that, I think that they can pull up the stops here. Uh, uh, yeah, give me, the, give me the Canucks here as a dog. Yeah, I'm on Vancouver here too, especially at home with with Demko and that. Especially if they're a dog, like Joel says, you kind of have to take them. I think after the four-one loss, that they probably will be a dog. 
still fighting for their playoff lives, even though they have been struggling recently. But I think going back going back home with, with their starter and net, they'll be able to get it done. Yeah, I'm with you. I like the Canucks here. Um, also, I will be looking a little bit towards the under in this game, man. Uh, St. Louis has been pretty tight defensively lately. If it's Husso or Bennington, they've both been they've both been decent. And if Demko is playing, uh, if it's if it's anything six or over, I'll be taking it. If it's five point five, I might be a little bit hesitant. Uh, moving down to the 10 p.m. slot again, we got the San Jose Sharks against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona. Ah, oh, fuck, man. Have you ever seen a, have you ever seen a shark swim in the desert? You can't. They're going to die. Give me the dogs. I love the dogs at home in this play. San Jose stinks. Arizona stinks. Might as well take the stinkier team and hope for some good money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Arizona at home. It's going to be going to be a, a pretty bad game here. What I do like about this slate is there's a lot of late games, 7, 7.30, then 9.30, and three ten o'clock games. So plenty of time to get that late night action. You can get some... Uh, Coyotes as dogs, yeah. Give me the desert dogs at home. Yeah, that's the kind of schedule every Wednesday goes. Um, with their TNT uh, national game uh, set up and all that. Anyway, uh, I would like the over here in this one. I don't think the Coyotes is going to win, but they they should put up uh, at least a couple goals. Uh, and the Sharks can put up four-plus on them. Uh, yeah, I would go with the – probably it's at six – uh, still like it at six and a half. Uh, I think we see seven plus goals here. No problem with the, uh, especially if we get the saw in that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, the Coyotes can can get these random awesome goaltending performances, but generally speaking, they just suck. And uh, the only thing they're good for is that that elite uh, shooting percentage stat. Phil Castle, baby, Phil Castle. Um, moving down to 10 p.s. But last game on the docket, we got another stinker. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle. Uh, Ryan, finish us off here, bud. Take us home. I, I think Vegas is going to go on a heater here. They got they scored, they beat Nashville 6 1, beat Chicago 5 4 in that comeback there. So, coming to Seattle, they already beat them twice this season. Uh, scored four goals in both of those. So, maybe look at the team total or the over as well. But I, th- I think Vegas takes this one. Uh, yeah, uh, another one I'm looking at the over, uh, <clears throat> the Knights having a, um, switch to Logan Thompson. He's been better than Bersois, but that's not saying much. Uh, and, uh, they've been scoring a lot of goals from late too, partly because, uh, they've been going down in games, but yeah, they throttled the Preds the other night, uh, six to one. And then they came back against the Hawks. Uh, so yeah, they, they've been scoring goals somehow, even though half the team is on the injured reserve. Uh, and the Kraken, too. We know that their goaltending is uh, even worse. Um, so I will leave the over in this one as well. But uh, if I had to pick a side, uh, I guess I'll go with the Knights just because the Kraken coming back from uh, their road trip, I guess. Uh, hard to say right now. Just, yeah, just give me late night goals, I guess. <laughs> I am leaning towards seattle here and i'm looking at all the numbers i'm looking at everything i got nothing so my play is seattle out of spite simple as that um all right boys that covers our wednesday slate here tuesday and our wednesday slate a couple great games in the docket a couple stinkers too that's always fun you can make money on them all uh we'll move down to our mortal locks dogs and totals here uh jolie read off where we stand bud well we all went down a uh, shade over two units so pretty much uh yeah, just uh, 
same positions, just uh, we just look worse. worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're at minus 13.57. Ryan's at minus 22.54, and I'm uh, plus 5.19. All right. Ryan, kick us off here, buddy. All right. My lock here, I'm going with the Bruins at home, minus 135 <laughs> against, against Talons Maple Leafs. They're just a much better team at home than the Leafs are on the road. I think they've been playing a lot great hockey all season. It's finally come to fruition. So give me that minus 135, my lock. My dog, I'm going with the Flames on the puck line at plus 200 against Colorado. I think if they, if they win this game, it's going to be going to be a 3-1, 4-1 game. They're going to they're gonna show Colorado that, that they can they can play with them, and they're going to see them in the Western Conference Final. And then for my total, I'm going to go with the Montreal Canadiens, Florida Panthers over 6.5, minus 115. We just saw this game in Montreal with the total being seven there. You got seven goals. So back at home, Florida's going to want to open it up a little bit. They could get seven themselves. So give me the over six and a half at minus 115. Julie's playing with the gambling gods right now, man. He's yeah. playing with fire. I've been switching shit up all, all freaking show here. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I haven't changed is the lightning uh, at home against the Canes. Minus 140. Uh, I like them a lot. I split the Canes in a back-to-back, and uh, I feel a little fat after uh, bashing in the Caps. So, uh, yeah, the Lightning had some stuff to prove after playing poorly lately. So, yeah, I think they can do the job here at home. Uh, my dog, uh, yeah, I switched this multiple times, but I'm, I'm going with the Stars. Team total of 3.5, plus 110, short dog, whatever. I can't pick the Sens or fucking who else is here. I don't know, Canadians. Uh, yeah, stars over three and a half, plus 110. I think they're going to put up four against uh, old Johnny Gibson of ease. Uh, ducks are dead. And my total is the Islanders. Yes, I'm sticking with this. Islanders, Blue Jackets, over six, minus 105. Uh, uh, we'll see if uh, Sorokin starts. If he does, I don't like this nearly as much. But uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, they give him a night off and recover from uh, whatever the head cap of him. All right, for my uh, for my lock, I got Pittsburgh regulation against New York Rangers, paying off minus one hundred five. Uh, I really like the Penguins in this game, man. Like Yasher Sturkin's been absolutely unreal. New York on the first night of a back to back here, but Pittsburgh's been red hot. They've been getting the goaltending, getting the defensive play, getting the offense. So I really like that play, especially paying off minus one hundred five uh, for my dog, none other. Then the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs money line against Boston plus 115. Leafs have been banging sevens all year long. They're time about ready to bang a 10, buddy. And it's going to come out this game. They just had one in the Florida game. I love it. Give me the Leafs money line plus 115 as a road dog. Uh, for my team total, though, Colorado Calgary under 6.5, paying off minus 115. Uh, that's a. It's going to be a playoff game, man. Jolie touched on it. This could be like, you know, semifinals here in the West. This is a this is a prelude to a big series here. Two great goalies going at it. Two great teams going at it. I see a tight contest. You know, it's going to be back and forth pretty well. I like the uh, I like the under 6.5, though. Uh, any consensus plays here, gentlemen? Uh, did we like the Not under? <laughs> did we like the under in Hurricanes Lightning? Yeah. Well, Ranta scares me a little bit, and what's the number in that? It's yeah, I like five, that five and a half over, but yeah, five and a half's a bit low. Under um, the Avs Flames, I'll give that one. Yeah, okay. I, I like that one too. Stars, yeah, like the stars, stars. yeah, uh, wild puck line. Mm-hmm. We all like Tampa Bay, didn't we? Yeah, Tampa yeah. Bay at home. 
Tampa Bay, uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, I like the Rangers there. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Uh, Islanders. No, you gotta go. Guy with the jackets is. Oh yeah, we all. Husky home dogs. Get out of here. Jackets, you're right. (laughs) I even picked the jackets. (laughs) I guess Uh, Panther Panthers puck line the over there too. We're getting pesky, boys. We're taking the Sennies, no? Oh yeah. Rest in peace, Eugene Melnick. There. Yeah, Ottawa plus one ninety. I think that's a that's a consensus there for us. There's a couple picks. There's a couple picks that people can tail along with there. All right, guys, that pretty much covers everything. Uh, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's where you can find all the sports. I'm not even going to list them anymore because I fucking can't think of anything. Uh, yeah, it's all there, dude. So go check it out. Tons of other great shows, too, man. Like, if you checked us out, you're like, hey, you know, let's let's listen to some other people. You know, they're, they're all great. Everything's awesome. So go check it out there uh, as well. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group's going to be bumping, man. You know, it's been a good show. We got some great games coming up tomorrow here. So I can, uh, I can see that place popping off i'll be uh, sneaking out at work and see if i can chime in a little bit here yeah i'll be having my quads quad screen going on definitely get the slack going there go to sg.pn slash slack for that and make sure you subscribe to the hockey gambling podcast just search for the hockey gambling podcast wherever you listen to your podcast for apple you can go to sg.pn slash hockey for spotify you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s and uh make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating review just like uh mark c did on thursday Love the show with three exclamation marks. You guys helped me out a lot with my picks and have earned me a bigger bankroll. Two exclamation marks. Love it, Mark. There's another review for uh, next show in case we don't get any more, but, but please continue to leave them. It's, it's, it's great for us. It helps grow the show. It helps other listeners, you know, c- come, come find the show as well. If, if we're helping you out, you can help other listeners out as well. And they got the whole rating system on Spotify now. I was looking the other day and I was like, holy shit, we got a couple five-star ratings on Spotify even. So that's always fun, right? All right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'll be yelling at Rangers fans because they all stink. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel O'Meara. You can find me safely dodging. Twitter heroes triggered by Ryan making light of Eugene Melnick's death. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God, don't cancel this. Peace. <laughs>